0: Hi, and welcome back to Bounce Forward with me, Tiff Hall. I'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which I'm recording this podcast, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. I pay my respects to elders, past and present. Okay, let's get started. First question. A question from Deb. Hi, Tiff. I get in this argument with my husband all the time. I go for a five kilometre walk every morning, whereas he tends to do short one kilometre walks a few times a day. He thinks I should stagger my walking rather than do it all at one time. What are your thoughts? This was a tricky question for me. It depends on what your goals are here, I think. If your goals are to get your steps in and hit a step count, then it doesn't matter five kilometers at once or one kilometer intermittently, it doesn't matter. Steps steps and they all are good for movement and your health. It's going to be beneficial to get your body moving and it still boosts endorphins. I would suspect that taking regular breaks and doing one kilometer every now and then is good for your mental health because they're good brain breaks. And if that's your goal, mental health, brain breaks from work, then that's fantastic. Go for it. But if your goal is to get the heart rate up, then you want to do a brisk five kilometer walk. You want to get all your steps in at once. And you want to do that because you're going to improve your fitness faster. At the end of the day, step counts are important and Any way you want to move is great and positive. I'm all about it. So just move when it suits you and how it suits you. I personally love getting the most bang for my buck with exercise. So if I'm going to walk, I'll do five or six kilometers all at once because I know I'm getting more, my heart rate's going to elevate and I'm burning calories and I'm hitting more fitness goals. But that's my goals. My goals are more fitness related. It really does come down to what your goals are and I love if you've got the time throughout the day to take brain breaks from work and get out in the fresh air and nature and take a walk and a stroll it's going to improve your mood and boost endorphins and it's going to be so good for you. So I think that's a wonderful thing too, but it is just up to the individual. So a suggestion I have for you, Deb, is why don't you go for a walk together? Maybe you could do one kilometre with him a few times a day, try that out, and maybe he could do your brisk five kilometre walk once a week or something with you. Spend some time together, um, see what the other's strategy is all about. And, you know, it's something that I argue with my husband endlessly about exercise. I'm always trying to train him, offer him advice, critique his technique. He doesn't want to bar from it. So I absolutely understand these kind of arguments that pop up in relationships and they are difficult to reconcile. But um, thank you for reaching out. I hope that my advice helps. But um, if not, I think it's, yeah, it's endless, these arguments in relationships. Carla. Her question is all around training in summer. I start work tiff at 3, 4am and finish at 2pm. Wow. I would die on those hours. When it's hot and humid, all I want to do is sit under the aircon. Any tips to help to train when it gets really hot? This is a great question question and the heat can be a major drawback for people looking to work out in summer. And it's fitting I'm answering this question today when it's like 40 degrees in Melbourne. And it really did put me off my own workout this morning. So what can you do? And I was thinking about this question before recording this podcast, because I really need these tips in my life as well. You don't want to suffer heat stroke or any sort of heart-related health condition or exhaustion or extreme dehydration, like these are all things that are genuine concerns in heat when you're training. So I've got some top tips for you. (laughs) This is one that I do. Before your workout even begins, have a cold shower, wet your hair, don't dry it, and keep your head wet and cool for the workout. So whether you're doing workout at home or going for a run or whatever – The cool, wet head will help you feel amazing. It's my top tip. Next, you want to stay hydrated, of course, and I've done an episode on how to drink, how much water to drink. I've touched on a lot about drinking water on this podcast, so it's really important. And water is your best friend. However, if you're planning to exercise for more than 60 minutes, you may want to consider sipping on a sports drink or some hydrolyte in there. Now, with Gatorade and sports drinks, they are are very high in sugar. So I always dilute them, pour half out and fill it up with water. Okay. Because you don't want that much sugar in your system wear light clothing. That's really important. And bright colors are really good because they reflect the sun and also help to make you more visible for oncoming traffic if if you're out bike riding or if you're running. Um, Cotton is lightweight and very affordable. So that's really good. And if you want to splurge a bit more, there's some great sweat wicking fabrics out there in shorts and tops. You know, the technology now is just incredible in fabrics. Don't forget your sunscreen because There's nothing worse than being sunburned and trying to work out and it actually hurts and that restrictive feeling to move your body so you don't want to ever get sunburned. Now, in summer, I'll switch out some of my workouts for – more water-based activities, I guess. So stand up paddleboarding I love doing in summer. I'm really lucky that my dad's way into it and has all the gear. So I just say, Dad, I wanna do some sup and he's right there with all the boards and lugging all the gear. Swimming, surfing, you know, all these things will keep you super fit over summer and you're cool and it's fun. Otherwise, you can take it indoors, uh, you know, your local gym or I know a fantastic app, TXO, where you can do your home workouts in the aircon. But really, it's about knowing your limits, listening to your body. If you're feeling dizzy, if you're feeling nauseous, tired, give yourself a break. If the summer heat proves to be too much and it's just got you this time, then just wave that white flag and forget the workout. There are some days where it is just too hot and daunting. I hope these tips do help you because especially wetting your hair and having a wet head, that really has helped me on occasions to go for my run and you're working out late in the afternoon so it's really, really hot and that just that cold shower might really help you, Carla. So let me know how you go with it and good luck thanks so much for listening to Bounce Forward. I love having your company. So please DM me on Instagram at tiffhall__xo and let me know if you have any questions. Don't forget to rate and review me on your podcast app. Speak soon. Happy days.